Welcome to the Clients and Conversions Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Clem, and I've helped fellow entrepreneurs and business owners just like you harness the power of social media to grow your audience by the hundreds, 2x their launch sales, and have client leads banging down the door to book a call with you. And I'm the first to say that hustling and searching hours online for your next client or student is not the vital ingredient to your success or even your happiness. This podcast is for driven entrepreneurs, from coaches to course creators and everything in between, to access practical and actionable tactics on everything from how to get clients with Instagram advertising and really unlock the keys from sales and social media to get growth with the simplest tools possible while keeping it just long enough to get you through your walk, drive, or workout. So stick with us for this episode and the ones to come so you can get more clients and sales in less time. Now let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's podcast episode. This is something that I feel like so many people love to hear around the behind the scenes of a X amount of cash month or crazy income month. So since this month, basically, I had a 12k cash month um, and the difference for those who don't know cash versus revenue. I'm a huge fan of looking at the cash versus the revenue because what that allows you to see is like what you're actually putting in your wallet today versus revenues, like what could be um, doled out months to 12 months from now. It's why you probably hear from a lot of launches where they say they had a 110k launch, probably a, it was 110k revenue, but they probably cash wise brought like 20 in and the rest will be paid out indefinitely. So that's the difference. I could definitely do the revenue for you guys, but I feel like it's a lot more important to talk about the cash because that's what's going into your wallet today versus what's going into your wallet um, a month, two months, six months from now. So that's my that's my thing about that. And I wanted to go into this because this is something I did a while ago with one of the past um, higher months that I had. I think I had a 9k cash month as well and I was, I've been around that same mark for a while but I was really having my eye on 12k cash months for a bit and what that usually means is even though I got 12k cash this month I probably made around like probably around 20k revenue month probably more if I wanted to add up everything but that's kind of where what I was looking for in California I wanted to have that amount just because it felt like a good number to kind of be at to have everything structured and with some new team members come on just everything kind of flow better so when I went into this month I currently was in I think one program and then I had a one-to-one like mindset coach as well and it's funny because this is the first time, we're just going to go into it. <laughs> this is the first time that I was going into a goal of mine, which at that time I think was to get three VIP one-on-one clients and something else that I can't remember. But like the end goal is always 12k. <laughs> so when I went into it, I was so committed to this offer that I, was, that I created. I thought it was amazing. I still think it's amazing. And I was like, I want people in this because at that point, I think I had a couple of done for you's and one, I think one done with you or she came during this month. I'll kind of go through it. And I was just really wanting to make this offer really, you know, profitable and see how it plays out, which for someone who is always about like planning and launching and all those kind of things. I really took this month to take a step back from the traditional like launch everything to really reassess and see what feels right each day and go from there. So you'll see how I break this up as I'm going to give you probably the three biggest like internal things I had to do versus the three external things I had to do that really got me there. 
And I think it's really interesting if you can go back and find the video or podcast I did on the, what was it, (laughs) on the like 9k month or something like that, it'd be kind of cool to see the difference between what I say there to to now because I feel like I've evolved two different ways from that same point. So I'm going to go into both sides so you can kind of see because both are really important, the external and internal, you can't do one without the other. It's just so vital and it's why with this upcoming program that I'm creating for a lot of people who've been wanting to learn ads from me and learn how to really scale their evergreen digital product or tripwire, whatever course membership, whatever it is, you need both of these to really have it work best for you. So let's go into it. So when I went into this month, again, I had my main focus on this like VIP intensive for for clients. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try and do my best to stay in alignment with, you know, what I needed to be and act like to get there. And honestly, this month, I would say especially the first two weeks and the the last week of July, I made my mindset a full-time job, which I hadn't really done before that. Like, I definitely made it where if I was feeling resistant, I would you know, go and do some work around it every once in a while, kind of like for those people who've journaled, they only journal whenever something goes wrong, but they never journal consistently. That was kind of where I was at with the mindset piece. So I really committed to knowing that, okay, a lot of this is going to come down to me being in the way of my own success because I already have the results that people are looking for, which actually I have my current results and reviews page being redone (laughs) this week. So it'll be kind of fun for you guys to to see the updated piece. But I already had all these results. I already had people who knew that I was good at this. So the real only thing that was holding me back was myself from the pricing of it, from, you know, going out and doing the things to take the scary actions. All that was just myself holding myself back not usually the strategy because you get to a certain point in your business where you can learn as much strategy in the world. Like I'm currently learning a lot around messaging strategy and all these kind of things. But if you don't take time for that internal piece to reshift, none of this will work for you. And it's why even though I literally enrolled in that program during that same month, I, I made a conscious choice not to do that program until I hit my goal. Because I knew if I went into information mode and consumption mode, I was not going to be able to stay in this level of what do I need to do to receive, what I need to do to create, and so forth. I This is something that I used to do a long time ago, where I would say I wanted this goal, but I was like half-hearted in the, in the commitment. So I would then focus halfway through on like trying other courses and things like that, not fully committing. Therefore, the result never fully got through. Like I think I would get like half my goal or sometimes not even the goal at all because I didn't fully commit to it and my actions didn't reflect that as well like my behaviors weren't there so that's I think one of the biggest things I can say and it's so cliche too because you'll hear a lot of people say like your mindset really matters but it's really deeper than that it's around a lot of the beliefs that you've had that come up I found so many that came up during my last week of when I was selling and for a lot of you who were on my Instagram or Facebook or even here I probably promoted it once or twice, so I wasn't really doing that much active selling. A lot of it was behind the scenes, and that was what was really interesting is because so many beliefs came up during that time the last week that I would have never been able to see and kind of overcome until I went through that. 
So it's really important to realize how much of this is going to come down to your internal process, no matter which part of the business you're at. If you already have hit like 20k months, if you have barely hit two, that's really important to make your full-time project. And that's coming from someone who's like strategy all the time. So please take that as like a really important note. The second thing around this internal piece is stay aligned and flexible. This is something where, again, I had a tendency when I was in my past um, projects to really get restrictive on it could only come in a certain way, it, it could only come in through these like VIP intensives, which you'll find out <laughs> didn't work as well as I thought. And being flexible is really important for me and what you'll hear in the third one of this is going to be like talking about the human design piece because that actually did help me a lot in understanding why things are happening a certain way. But what happens a lot of times when you are trying to sell something or hit a certain money mark of your business is that you can either get too restrictive where I have to go through all these launch point checklists and I have to do everything this certain way or else it won't work or you go into like, you know, overwhelm station and then you don't do anything. So it's really important to know that Yes, a lot of things that I do with my clients is I give them like templates and things to help them out. But I always say this is a guideline for you. This is not the end all be all. Even I think last week actually I gave one of my clients a really high converting evergreen sales email template, which I'll actually be sharing in the program coming up soon. And I put within the first like two minutes of my disclaimer for it, I'm like, this is your guideline. This is not going to be, you don't have to write it the exact same way. I'd rather you not. I'd rather write it in your own writing style and realize that this is something where it's helping you to have mile markers, but they are not the like, everything has to be in certain place. And I think that happens more often than not for those who are really goal oriented. You can kind of get stuck in that. They have the right answer and being in... I'm not kidding, probably almost every really high converting or successful ads program there is out there, a lot of them have the same information. I'm not, like, I'm just being truly honest because they focus a lot on just the ads piece alone versus talking about not only the funnel piece, because yes, that is really important, but also is the messaging and the energetic alignment piece, which again is not as tangible, so they don't talk about it as much. But it's the difference between choosing to create, like what I'll be talking about this week in my one of my posts is creating a self-liquidating offer, which is basically where you create like kind of a, a simple under $47 product to be like your actual landing page. So you don't have a free freebie to go into there first and people then buy from there. Choosing to do that based on scarcity or fear of missing out or thinking that's the right answer versus actually tapping in and saying, where is this thought actually coming from? Where is this desire actually coming from? And really realigning from there. Because a lot of my desires, if I were to go back and say, yeah, I really wanted to create this offer, it was trying to either validate for someone else why I wanted this offer or trying to validate to myself like, oh, you know, I'm going to be good when I get this or I'm going to be making all the money when I do this. When it's really important to take a step back and really reassess almost like, every, I would say almost every week reassess, if not every day, especially when you're selling, like what you're currently doing to get there, because it's really important to focus on that. Third thing, which is something that's new, and I might actually try and bring someone on the podcast soon to help out with talking about this more, because I think it's super 
super juicy and also just really helpful for a lot of those who are here. So really my third thing for internal would be knowing your human design type. Weird, I know, but let me give you some backstory. So for a while, I've always been kind of interested in the human design piece. And basically it's kind of like um, a mixture between like Enneagram and astrology. Like it's kind of helping you learn more about you, that kind of thing. And what's really interesting is that they talk about, I think it's called the strategy, which is in the profile that it creates for you is like there's certain terms that you can kind of, that mean something <laughs> kind of similar to an astrology, you know, your rising sun, these things mean certain, mean certain things and so forth. Again, I am not a huge, like, I don't know everything, so I'm not going to try and go super deep into it. But there's like four main types, four or five main types in human design that you could be. You could be a generator, um, a manifester, a manifesting generator, projector, and reflector. I think I said all five. And it depends on when you were born, similar to astrology to see like where you're at. So I found out that I was a generator and a, a boatload of other things on top of that too. But the really interesting thing for me was being a generator was knowing that my strategy, what they call like how you should make decisions is to, I think it was like to respond. I think that's what it's called is to respond. Basically where the, the universe or external surroundings around you tell you what they want and you respond by making offers or marketing around that. For example, I think it was probably earlier this year. I decided to open up some more done with you spots. So before I was doing a lot of done for you ads where I do all the ads for my clients, but I knew a lot of people in my audience wanted to learn about ads. I was finally at the capacity to be like, okay, I'll open some up. And before this, when I was creating offers, I was always trying to figure out the right name, figure out the right areas. But because my offer or my strategy was to respond in human design, what happened was within the same month, Two people came to me and said, hey, I want to work with you for done with you ads. What do you have to create? And I kid you not, by the end of that day, I had an offer created and I called it like the eight week done with you one-on-one -on -one, um, offer. And I put some bullet points on like what they can expect, wrote it out, sent to them, and both of them bought within the first two weeks. There was no real name to it. It was called literally an eight week done with you, like one-to-one -one done with you. There was no sales page. I think there might've been like a proposal for it, but there wasn't like a sales page for it. There was nothing really out there except knowing like, oh, okay, I need to respond by creating this thing for them and was able to get, I think both of them created like $4,000. And then I think I've had two others also in there. So probably an $8,000 offer. No, closer to 10 because I, I up the price. <laughs> But that's the thing, is that my human design type is to respond. It is to see what, what the external environment is telling me and to respond from there. And basically every single offer that I've created that has gotten really profitable has done the least amount of effort and was in response to someone else. For example, my done for you clients had the same thing. I just call it a one-to-one -one done for you <laughs> for a recent actually intensive that my client, one of my new clients um, for done with you wanted. She's doing a launch, so I, I kind of saw like a five-week one-to-one intensive that was created from there. Even though I've had a lot of experience for this, I never sat down to write the offer. So I literally wrote it down and it came out so easily, put it there, and was bought within that same day. 
Because for me, what I realized is even though I can really create offers, I have to be, as a, as a generator, I have to be open to other offers that I didn't really expect to have. Like, I was really, really gung-ho on this, like, VIP 101 intensive. And actually, my clients who came in, a majority of them were for my done-for-you side and then two for my done-with-you. So that wasn't actually the offer that I wanted, but I still got to the sales goal that I wanted, which is why it's really important to stay flexible and it's also important to kind of like know your human design strategy type because it'll help you to feel sane, like really feel sane when you're going through it. So if you're someone who also has that to respond strategy, then you're going to constantly hold on and like grip on to an offer that maybe isn't going to be most aligned for you because you haven't really taken what people have been responding to you to or like have been asking you for and making it from there. And I know it sounds kind of like counterintuitive because I didn't realize it until literally that same time that I made that first 9k cash month. The same thing happened there where I had people reach out. I created an offer within that day, no real sales page, just a proposal with like some bullet points like what it's about and they bought it. And it's why it's really important to really understand kind of how you're meant to go through the world. And do I think that any of these like personality types or, you know, energy types are going to be the end all be all for you? No. But does it really help to kind of see where you're at and when there's actual evidence, past experience that validates that for you to kind of have that keep you sane? Yes. Because when I was going through this, when I got to the end of the month and I didn't get those three VIP intensives in, but I got clients into other offers that got me to that 12k cash month, I realized, oh, this actually was how it was meant to happen, but I was so focused on just that one offer that I would have actually self-sabotaged my myself to get there. So it's why it's really important for you to go through this and have an open mind and also take a moment to try and figure out your strategy type and go from there because it'll probably help validate if you were to go back to your most profitable mo- profitable months, you'll probably see that it was saying the same thing. So that's the internal piece of kind of like this month for me. The next three are more external, like the actual strategies that I did to get there. They're going to be a bit more general because honestly, I didn't have a full out launch. I really didn't. <laughs> and I, I know that sounds counterintuitive because I help a lot of clients with their launches, but again, that's why it's, it's important to know your human design type. It's important to know these things about yourself while you're going through business to help you get there. Okay, so the first one is utilize what you already have to offer. This is, again, basically playing upon the first couple of things I mentioned in the internal piece, where for me, I had to go through it and have the, the eyes of what do I already have template-wise, resource-wise, knowledge-wise that I can really help people with? and go from there versus creating something totally new that has never been done before. I love doing that for like experiments and stuff, but I find that the offers that I create usually play on things that I've I've either created and I'm up-leveling or that I think would be beneficial for the ideal client. Like it really depends on where they're at. So utilize what you already have to offer is really, really helpful to do. Second thing is quality case study posts. This is something that I started to do with my uh, coach because she's done them before and I figured it'd be, <laughs> it'd be helpful for me too since I have a lot of clients case studies that I could do but I haven't spent the time with that before that to really focus on writing them and I think I wrote two within those first two weeks and I kind of did post to promote it and say like hey do you guys want the comment or 
comment below if you want access to this and created some really good buzz. That also I think really helped with creating some instant authority in my, in my audience's eyes because I find that for a lot of people, you, they really need case studies and testimonials to make themselves feel more comfortable with you. It also just raises your bar so much more. This is something where I might actually be teaching this at some point in like a free training or whatnot because case study testimonials are so important and you can do it in any industry. It's not just like if you have numbers, they convert so well. It's absolutely bonkers. So from those two posts that I did, I did a couple other posts throughout the time, but those are the first two, or those are the two that I remember really helped gain some traction, gain some engagement, and then I couldn't say exactly if this is why, but I had a lot more people come through after those posts happened. So don't sleep on case study or testimonials. <laughs> okay, last thing is don't forget about past lead follow-up. This is something that I... I'm still working on, I'm probably gonna like train one of my team members to help out with, but I have a, a lot of leads that come through for working with me. And I'm not a person who believes in doing those like fear-based marketing or like doing things that feel out of integrity. For example, like for those who do sales calls and say, if you get off the call, you're not gonna be able to access this bonus, or if you get off the call, you know, I can't, um, I can't reserve your spot which if I say that, it means genuinely I, I'm going to have someone in the door. And because of that, I have some leads who will, you know, work with me in a month, two months from now versus right now. Because I believe in like starting when you're, there's a belief like starting before you're ready versus starting when you're ready. And I think for ads, it's starting when you're ready, <laughs> just truthfully. So I don't believe in like pushing people to work with me at that moment if it's not right for them or like they're not in the right headspace for it or financial place for it. So I had, I would say at least one, two, I think I had two past, yeah, one, two, three. I think I had three. <laughs> I think I had three past, yeah, three past leads come through during that month who were all ready to go and ready to get paid, like ready to, to work together. Then I had one who came from referral of a client who was just ready to go. So it's why it's so important to have past lead follow-up and it comes from a genuine place being like, hey, I'd love to hear how you are. Like one of the leads that I reached back out to was like, hey, you know, I've seen you on Instagram. I want to just hear how you're doing and like see where you're at with stuff because she was going to do a launch and then now we're moving into like an evergreen funnel for her instead. So I wouldn't have known that if I didn't follow up. So it's really important to follow up with these people and you don't have to do it like a week after. You could do maybe a couple of weeks depending on where they're at, but don't sleep on past leads. It is crazy how easy they can come out of the woodworks and be ready to go. Like I, I closed, I think I closed all of them actually without a sales call because we we had already gone on a sales call a month or two prior and they were just ready to go. They read the proposal, they read the sales page and like all bought through, through email or through DM. So that's what's really important about past leads is because they're going to be one of your hottest leads and when they're ready to go they are ready to go so make sure to follow up with them really important so those are the main things that i can think of when it comes to what really helped move the needle in this month around the cash month type of piece and what i think was really vital to my success and what you could probably take off from as well 
Now I know, you know, I can always talk about more of like specific things, but honestly this month I didn't do that crazy of a, of a selling or launch to give you like this post got me 50 engagement, which brought two people in. I didn't, it didn't go like that. It, it really came from being in alignment, t talking about case studies more and talking about like what I have to offer and putting those in front of my audience, especially those past leads that brought them out the door. So really utilize what you have, really go through this again, possibly see which one of these six areas or possibly more stand out to you and resonate and or trigger you because those are going to be the ones you need to work on first. <laughs> so I, I love seeing like I have a couple friends who do the income report type of thing for their every, every month they do an income report on their podcast and I believe in those are really amazing and really valuable. I don't think I can do those every single month because I that would be one of the two solo podcasts that I do would be just the income reports. So instead, I'm going to probably do these just when I hit like higher levels so you can hear what the difference was from that last level to the newer level of income or revenue generated, whatever it is, and then go from there because I just, it doesn't feel aligned to do monthly ones, but I definitely love doing these where it's like, hey, I elevated to this new level. Let me talk about it and see if it can help you and we can kind of go from there. So let me know how you like this episode. Also, let me know if you're more interested in hearing more from someone who does human design um, to really understand it more, especially for your business, because that was something that's kind of threw a loop for me or threw me in a loop because I didn't realize how pertinent it was until I'm looking back on it now and realizing, oh, wow, this really was in alignment with everything strategy wise that it said. So let me know in the DMs or emails, depending on where you see this. And without further ado, I'll talk to you guys all in the next episode. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I am so excited that you were able to go through it and get some actionable tips out of it. For next steps, make sure you go to daniellecolem.com slash ad breakdown to get the complete ad breakdown around what one Insta ad did to help create 559 client leads and 20% sales increase in launch. Make sure to go ahead there to do that and DM me at I'm Danielle Clem to go in deeper to the conversation. And last but not least, make sure to leave a rating and review so that this podcast can get out to more amazing people like yourself.